you have arrived at your destination. Hey, Mitch. Yo. Samurai or ninja? Mmm. Loved ninjas when I was a kid. Respect the samurais as I get older. I love the Bushido stuff, so I'll probably go with Samurai. Samurai? Mm-hmm. All right, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, that is the incorrect answer. Shinobi oh. is also the incorrect answer. The correct answer is Kabuki Warrior. So, oh, you know, okay, yeah, Kabuki, interesting. Yeah, Kabuki dancers with fa- with with fans. You never would weapons, expect some, uh, an know. attack coming Kiyoshi from a Kabuki. Kiyoshi Warriors, that's the correct answer. <laughs> the Kiyoshi Warriors. <laughs> From Avatar. Okay. Because yeah. anything from Avatar is the correct answer. Fair enough. Can't argue with that. Uh, now, but uh, that's Mitch, what we're talking about today. What are we talking about? We're talking about Ninja Scroll. Yeah. From 1993. Man. This week on Animation Destination. Destination Podcast, Animation Celebration Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Cartoon Drinker, Brent Jones. I'm here with Mitch Harmon. Yo. Had to go through that real quick. For some reason. <laughs> I don't know. You just sped through uh, it. I sped right through it, but that's fine. They know mm. what it sounds like. Uh, Heard it Mitch? before. Heard it before. Mitch, mm. we watched Ninja Scroll. We did. Yeah. It's good stuff. I had not seen this movie all the way through. Oh, um, like okay. I'd seen bits and pieces, uh, you know, as a kid. Mm-hmm. It was on at a sleepover. I was doing other things okay. while it was on, you know, because ah, like, right. it was like a you know, cause we were in the, we were in my friend's basement and it was on the TV and then there was his room that had other stuff on the TV. I was back and forth, so I saw some some aspects of this movie and then I did other stuff to that. Fair house. enough. So I remember was... seeing the the rock guy Tessai with the mm-hmm. with the blade, giant double sided blade. Saw that stuff. I'm sure I saw a lot of the other blood and gore stuff. You know, it's like a lot of blood and gore in it. Yes, and whoops. And so this is not a whoops. not a PG uh, anime. This is anime movie night. Wouldn't which... even say it's PG thirteen actually. No, but... no, this is an R rated movie. So fair warning to anybody out there listening with their kids. We're not going to get R rated here on the podcast. No, but the show, the movie itself, is definitely not for children. No, it's not for children. Despite the all. fact that the first time I ever saw it, I was little middle schooler Mitchell, right. and I was like, ninjas. I love ninjas. Yeah. And, Watched, took it home, watched it, and <laughs> changed me forever. Oh, what is this? Yeah, it was the first anime that I ever saw that was not like a Pokemon or a Dragon Ball Z or yeah. something. Even Dragon Ball Z had a little bit of... Sure. You know, gore. Yeah. yeah, not really gore, but like, no. you know, Goku gets a hole blasted in his chest you, and everything. You understood when a person died, even yeah. though they said another dimension, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. understood what was going on. And even as a kid, I was like, well, he's killing them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's very obvious what's happening here. Yeah. Like, like it's very obvious even as a child, but yes, this was. This, this is very obvious. You're, there's no two ways about it. No, that these people sent, are being killed. But that's in another dimension. In this no, place. no, no, no. Uh, but yeah, this is a very prolific anime, and this is anime movie night where we mm. sat down and watched a movie and talk about it because that's a segment I do now. <laughs> anime movie night. Boop boop boop. Do do Grab snacks and watch some anime. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Uh, you know, we're working on it. We're working on workshop it. people. We're I'm, working on it. I'm going to compose my, an entire theme song to this segment, but <laughs> we'll figure it out. But before we get into that, man, time for our animation recommendation, uh, which is a fun 
looking anime coming to Crunchyroll mm-hmm. uh, called To Be Hero X. Mm, um, yeah. And it's very cool looking. Um, yeah. So it's it's very Spider-Verse in its presentation. It's very Trigger in its presentation. Yeah. It's, it's very arcane in its presentation. It's got a lot of different animation styles to it. Yeah. It's got CG animation that looks very arcane-esque, very painted style mm-hmm. uh uh, CGI, uh, but there's also like 2D animation mixed into it, which seems to be this guy's superpower. He can kind of like snap his fingers and flip into like 2D space and pop out of it and send other people to it. So I don't know. Seems like a god character. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so, but uh, it's about a hero society that all competes in a thing, kind of like My Hero Academia. Seems like um, there is some type of ranking system. In yeah, there. yeah. Uh, and in fact, in the dub trailer, I think it's uh, Todoroki's dub voice actor who's playing the main character. So, oh, at okay. The, at least the narrator. I don't know if that's the main character that's talking. Uh, but yeah, you gotta you're, you're competing to become Hero X, which is like the number one hero. Number one hero in this society, and that's a whole thing. That's all we get. But it looks jazzy and cool. And the I'm wondering if right. the animation is going to be one solid thing, or if we're going to see throughout the series, much like in the the trailer, where we're going to have these different types of art styles throughout the series. I think it's gonna be different art styles throughout the series because, like, it 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 seems to be like it shows different art styles in this in the trailer itself. Because, like, when it introduces him, he's like in CG, but like when there's the other heroes, it's definitely two D style. Mm. When the other heroes are introduced, so I don't know what the default is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, there's got to be the regular world, but yeah. apparently this guy's powers, yeah. him hopping into different dimensions or whatever it is, changes right. the art style as well, which is kind of cool. It's very cool. So we'll see what it is. I have no idea apart from what the little blurb is that uh, talks about it. And yep. it'll be an exclusive on Crunchyroll. So there we go. Uh, looks pretty good. Other animation recommendation. We got two today, Mitch. Oh, man. We got two today. You watched a little tiny bit of it, but it's a lot of fun. <clears throat> uh, from Spidoru on uh, YouTube, one of my favorite uh, animation artists on on, uh, on YouTube, uh, Spidoru, S-P-E-E-D-O-R-U. Uh, he does a lot of... Uh, Japanese collaboration work um, and animation, and he made his own little cartoon pilot called Punch Punch Forever. And <laughs> Cute little name. It's adorable, and it's hilarious, yeah. and the comedic timing is great. I was about to say, the, the little bit that I did watch, it was <laughs> it, there was a very funny moment in there. Um, but no, the animation is... I mean, it's not out of this world, but it's yeah. very fun. Yeah, it's, it's very stylistic, very deliberate. Yep. Um, his other stuff, his shorts are pretty fun. He does a Squid Game short that's really funny, uh, where he just does like Squid Games in you know in in a nutshell type of thing, um, and it's ridiculous. But uh, yeah, all that stuff is a good time, and everyone should go watch it. I love his style. It's very it's very Rubber Ninja. It's very Ross Rubber mm. Ross style. I like it a lot. So go check it out. It's fun. And I loved it. And that's our animation recommendations. Um, I don't know if I have any news because I talked about all of it on the last episode. And I haven't <laughs> posted any new news since then. So uh, new, um, the news is oh, Punch Punch is coming out. There so. actually is some news to talk about. Oh, okay. Uh, we've got uh, Undead Unluck official trailer 2. Oh, I did hit. see that. Yeah. yeah that a, looks pretty cool. That's a fun little hit from Shonen Jump. Um, and It's one of those that I... I like, the premise is kind of fun and mm-hmm. interesting. Well, fun. It's a zombie apocalypse, but um, yeah, you know. I mean, oh no, this isn't the zombie apocalypse one. Which one is this? This is the shonen about the the guy who's undead and the girl who's unlucky. Have you seen that one? No, I guess not. Okay, I thought, yeah, no. I thought there is one that, that just came yeah. out though, or it is coming out. That's a like a kid 
mm-hmm. kind of finds himself in the zombie apocalypse and he's like ecstatic that he's in the zombie apocalypse. Yes, I, I okay. know what you're talking about. I thought that's that, the one you're is talking that, about. Is that zombie something? It's I like, thought it was this one, Brandon. No, so I it's couldn't not, tell you. Yeah. No, Undead Unluck's really cool. You got this girl who has like super unluck powers, right? Okay. Where basically it's like like if she touch like so much so that you get like really bad luck if you're even near her. Uh, she like is really clothed up, like wears like a hoodie, wears like a hoodie and a beanie, and like everything. Because if she touches you, you could eat, you could die from how bad luck she is. Basically, you get hit by a car if she like touches you. Uh, and then the main dude is this guy who's un, who can't be killed basically, uh, and he just gets a rush from like dying. So <laughs> like like. So he, he's like he's basically just like a he's like a walking zombie, right? He's undead. He can't be killed. He has a sword like jammed in his head, yeah. like, and that's like literally part of his character design. He shoots around on blood when he like chops his uh, head, like legs off. He can like shoot blood out. And, like, oh, like a, okay, like it's, repulsors. It's crazy. <laughs> like this, it sounds insane. Is insane. Uh, but yeah, he like wants to like basically like they basically like f- do fight scenes and they utilize her horrible bad luck to take out the villains because he can't die basically so why so, are they taking so, on villains though it's, there's a whole thing i don't want to spoil the whole thing okay uh, but right. yeah it's uh you know there's a whole reason that that's happening uh it's it's weird it's a weird manga and uh the anime looks pretty accurate i like how the main so. girl is like fuko izumo mm-hmm. and then the the undead guy is just andy andy that's all his name is andy he's got a sword sticking out of his head and yep. Old un- undead Andy. Undead Andy. Yeah, it's probably a horror reference to something I can't think of. That's, you might be right. Uh, I'll have yeah. to think about that. It's probably always one of those things. There's got to be something there. The, the Japanese love horror movies. Oh, well, American just, or otherwise. It's a, it, I was going to say, but it's a, it's really just Americana in, in a yeah. in a sense, though, mm-hmm. uh, especially with like My Hero. I mean, yeah. that guy references Star Wars Star Wars, and Marvel all the time. Every city is a Star Wars yep. planet. So yep. There we go. Other trailer, trailer two for Solo Leveling. Uh, which mm. I'm excited about this one. This is based off of a manhwa that Steven told me about, and this show looks dope, and I'm pretty excited for it. So uh, go watch Solo Leveling Trailer 2. It's on YouTube, and uh, tell me what you think. Tell me if it looks stupid. Uh, just give me some comments. I'm cool with whatever, because I like to chat with you guys, and that's <laughs> how it goes. So that's it for our animation recommendation. And, th- and the two news, Mitch, you know what it means. You know what that means? What does it mean? It means it's time for our topic uh, of the day. Oh, yeah. Which is anime movie night. Boop, boop. <laughs> anime movie night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we should ever, like... No, every time we have to yeah. do a new one, That's it's going to be unique. We should, we should never be consistent with no, that. No, no, yeah. It's every time we'll have a new <laughs> anime movie night. Bob, bob, bob. Is that a Nickelodeon bumper? I don't know. That was, that was a Nickelodeon. <laughs> anyway, uh, we watched Ninja Scroll, Mitch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's crazy. This is, like I said earlier, this is one of my like all-time favorite movies. Mm-hmm. It's, it, like I said, was the first movie that it was not a kid-friendly uh, animation, anime. Yeah. And um, also, just my love of ninjas. And it was... Mm-hmm. It does have your stereotypical ninja classic revenge story mm-hmm. going along with it as well. But yes. I think what drew me into it was just the fact that every single, almost every single character has a unique abilities and different types of mm-hmm. different types of attacks. Even though there are obviously most of it seems to be kind of rooted into some type of realism, but yeah. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a guy who can literally regenerate or not regenerate, but I guess uh, he's just immortal, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. You know, Genma. Genma main bad, he's, he's main bad guy. But that's the thing is like there's all these like weird ninja powers that are in it that just aren't explained at all. It's just like, oh, ninja powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, literally, that's all it is. It's just like they have ninja, but ninjutsu has powers. And, <clears throat> you know, like this this inspired a lot of things. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Naruto was inspired by this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the premise of it, obviously, you know, because like, you know, jutsu and yeah, ninja di- things di- like that. And other ninja things inspired this as well. It's well, but, but, but yeah, but this thing. is, this is, I could see that 100% because yeah. especially for the, uh, the eight devils of Kimon, mm-hmm. they all seem to have their own respective type of ninjutsu. Like yeah. you got the bug guy, you got mm-hmm. the shadow guy, you got the, yeah. the gunpowder girl. And it's classic stuff too. Like, like those powers are all in Naruto, you know? Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Are all Naruto style mm-hmm. and every other type of ninja thing. There's always like, I can kill you with bees. Yeah. Like that's, that's a regular thing that lots yeah. of other, anime, uh-huh. you know, that lots of uh, uh, ninja in anime do. So, uh, but yeah, th- th- this thing was made by uh, Yoshiaki Kawajiri, mm. uh, and he is prolific in a lot of things. Yeah, uh, storyboarding uh, pretty much ev- like every um, like main, much, some, he, he, to done, this day still doing a lot day, of main a, stuff. He's done Attack on Titan. He's doing uh, Demon Slayer right now. He does storyboards for Demon Slayer too. So yeah, he works for Wit Studio. He works for uh, uh, Madhouse still. Madhouse did this uh, production as well, so mainly. It was a co-production between JVC, Toho, Movic, and uh, Madhouse. But Madhouse did the majority of the animation here. Mm. Madhouse is a fantastic anime, stu- anime studio. Uh, you would know them from the first season of One Punch Man, mostly. Ah, yeah. That's, that's their okay. most famous, I guess, right now. Uh, Redline is another great one. Hunter Hunter series is a great one. Um, but, uh, yeah, Madhouse is fantastic, and, and that's, I'm super stoked to... See what else they they they've, what other older stuff they've done because I've never really gone back into their older catalog. Redline would be a good one to do for this. It's mm-hmm. a bit of a newer movie, but like for for anime movie night, like I want to watch Redline. I've never sat down and watched that for real. So. I'm down with it, man. So, but yeah, Redline would be really cool. It's a racing anime. It's really really trigger. I've, style. I've seen I've seen yeah. bits of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that looks that does it, look really cool, it man. Looks rad. You wouldn't think a, an anime about racing would yeah. be interesting, but yeah. <laughs> it does look beautiful. It's exactly. really cool looking. Exactly. Uh, but Kawasa, Ka, Ka, uh, 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 Yoshiaki. Yeah, Yoshi, uh, Kawajiri has done lots of stuff. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, they yeah. uh, did the. the Marvel anime stuff, mm-hmm. the Wolverine, Wolverine and the X Men and Iron Man stuff like that. Uh, just tons of. He's been working in the industry for a long time. Well, and even things um, that he's actually like the, the stuff that he's been a part of. So, like obviously, Ninja Scroll, uh, the Wachowskis even came out and said that the mm-hmm. Ninja Scroll was an inspiration for the Matrix. Yes, and then later on, the Matrix. Uh, what was it? The uh, Matrix. Animatrix, yeah. Animatrix. Yeah, he even did one of the uh, movies. One of the the the. Uh, bits of Animatrix. What yeah. was the program? Program. Yeah. The best one. <laughs> yeah. Literally the best one of the whole thing. It's was, really cool. Was done by him and like like story and he did the story and the storyboarding and the animation mm-hmm. for it. So it was crazy. He was very. They, they wanted uh, Kawajiri to do an episode w- with Animatrix. That was like one of the big things. It's a I, well done one, man. I'm so sad that the Matrix is such a dead franchise because like they could do so much. Cool I know. Stuff with that right. Like like whenever it's right. It's really good, mm-hmm. but when it's not, it's, it's not, really it's off. The yeah, worst. I still haven't and seen the fourth one yet. It's bad. Don't want. Don't yeah, bother. Don't I've bother. It, but I heard the Frenchman's got a really good like yeah. like 
speech in yeah. it. So yeah, even but, though it's very hard to understand him, but, but it, it's just not very good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it tries to be meta, and things that try to be meta aren't good. So yeah. you know, uh, but yeah, uh, this guy's done tons of stuff in the industry, and this was one of his first little things. This movie was a financial flop in Japan, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> which is funny to me because like it has this cult following. Like, it built up over time. But I can see why it would be a flop, because it'd be kind of like doing some type of, like, cowboy thing here in America. It's like, okay, we grew up around all that stuff, right? Right, yeah. This is nothing new for us. That happened in American cinema. Like, because it was all there was. was, was, Because, again, there's a bunch of Bushido-type movies in Japan. That gets out of style. Mm -hmm. There's tons of Western movies in America. It goes out of style. Yep. And it's just hard to get past that thing. There's revivals that happen all the time. So, but uh, yeah, this was not a financial success. When it came over here, it was kind of like one of those first ones. It was like, got a little bit of like, so yeah, there's three movies that are attributed for really blowing up anime in America. And it's Akira, Ghost in the Shell, and Ninja Scroll. Scroll. That was the ones. Yep. Because I remember those being the ones everybody talked about. Like, that was, those were the ones. Oh, yeah. I didn't appreciate Akira when I was younger. Uh, I 100%, we go back and listen to our episode. <clears throat> yeah. I 100% appreciate it now. Yeah. <laughs> like, and honestly, and like yeah. what we said in the episode, man, it, yeah. it, the, the manga has a lot more exposition more. that you, that really fleshes out the story a yes. lot. But the movie's still phenomenal yes. on its own. Yeah, not even exposition, but yeah, like, as you say, like, like, like character and like, like, mm. there's full characters that have full plots in that manga that aren't even addressed in that, in that thing. Which is why I want to sit down and watch the anime that came, the anime series that came after. This. Yeah, yeah. In uh, ten years later, in two thousand and three, uh, Ninja Scroll the series came out, and he, you know, did that. So uh, supposedly they're going to do a sequel series pretty soon. That's like in the works. Hmm. There's no word as to when he's going to uh, do that, but this has always just kind of been around, and the guy's been working in the industry for so long, like since it, uh, like early eighties. It, it's just one of those franchises that's not going to go away because there's just like a devout group of people that are like ah ninja scroll yeah i'll check mm-hmm. that out there's a live action movie apparently i don't know that. yeah i was not aware of that <laughs> didn't know that there was a sequel in 2008 so you know it's like huh. but yeah uh but yeah so it, it's crazy so uh oh no sorry that was announced in 2008 2012 the studio released a teaser for it uh february 20 2014 they said it was they gave it its title it is yet, it's still in limbo wow as, as of 2019 so it's been in limbo. Yeah, and I would I could see That's like right now with yeah. the cuz I mean next year's covid lockdowns and so yeah. I'm pretty sure it's uh unless there's a big yeah. fever that's, the, that that picks up behind it I don't, yeah. I don't think it's going to be coming Supposed, out. Supposedly he divulged a little information that it was like it was f- trouble finding investors because it just the first movie wasn't a big hit. But it's like if I become listen here, if I become a millionaire, <laughs> right? You're getting my money, bro. You're getting my money, we're doing. I will totally doing, back you on that uh, live it, action Ninja Scroll. I, it wouldn't. It would be a smart endeavor. Honestly. It would be awesome. It would be a smart endeavor. Like I think you'd get it back. You could easily get the, get, get that over here in America, and mm-hmm. people would watch that yeah. stuff too yeah. easily. Because like it has a name, people know Ninja Scroll. It's mm-hmm. just like Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell movies are still getting put out nowadays. Yeah, like there's still Ghost in the Shell movies. That mm-hmm. movie is old, <laughs> like, and there's been a se- there's been two different series of it, and like three new movies in the last couple of years. Yep. like it's crazy. So, but much like the Matrix, there's a lot you can do with mm-hmm. AI taking over human bodies, yeah. human bodies taking over robot yeah. bodies. Like, there's a lot of story there. True, but there's a lot of story to be done in a samurai slash. Oh yeah, movie. no, so, I won't disagree. Tons, well, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I say, I say, give it a chance, Japan. Mm-hmm. Give it a chance. Let's see it. 
get it going, guys. Come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, this is the story of Ninja Scroll, Mitch. Mm. Uh, it is about a guy named Jubei. 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 And he goes off to find a sword. Uh, for a village. The beginning of the story, yeah, yeah. it's alluded that he's uh, uh, got this sword because some village, it's a you know priceless relic for their for their uh, village and whatnot. And yeah. he's getting robbed pretty much on the bridge at the very beginning of the uh, the movie. Yeah. Um, t- these bandits telling him he could easily get two hundred dollar or two hundred gold pieces for it, but yeah. uh, I guess he's a he's a, a bushido man. You know, he's not gonna give up. Uh, How much did they the village pay him for it? it was like they 20, 20, 20, pe- gold, 20, twenty gold pieces. pieces yeah, twenty so, gold pieces for the sword. So you get a, a hundred times more of what he's getting paid for it, but yeah. he's just you know yeah he promised to bring that sword back to them. Yeah, not he, really much more exposition on that, but that's yeah, about cause it. Because he, he still didn't bring it back to him. <laughs> like you know, he gets roped into a different thing. Yeah, like that's the thing. He's <clears throat> he's on his way back. He gets accosted by these bandits, and that gives you the full vibe of like what this movie going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, he slaughters these dudes in the most brutal way possible. Yeah. Uh, uh, but he just he does leave one guy like alive because mm-hmm. he stops attacking him. So he's not the guy that's going to go out of his way to kill anybody, but he's going to defend himself. That's, yep. That's his whole shtick. He's not, you know, he's not some like ruthless killer or anything, but mm-hmm. he's just going to be on his way and don't get in his way. Otherwise, he'll cut your leg off, which he does a lot in this movie. He does it a few times, actually. <laughs> does, yes. Oh, it takes a lot of legs. A lot of legs in this movie. Uh, I don't know why that is. Um, but yeah, um, he kind of gets roped into a whole cacophony of conspiracy, conspiracy. in a little. I mean, basically, it starts with this village that's uh, seemingly taken over by a plague in this yeah. uh, Edo period in Japan. By the way, yes, the yes, I guess that that, that is very congr- that is very important to the time frame and how the the plot of this goes around mm-hmm. because Edo period is when like kind of like it. it the old Bushido ways are kind of like, you know, at, at full effect here. Ninjas are looked down upon in oh, yeah. this period. They're scumbags. They're cheaters. They're liars. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, they're not like good people or whatever, right? In in the eyes of like daimyos and stuff like that. But they're useful. Yep. So Still you know, hired by a lot of shogunates and, and whatnot, yeah, too. Yeah, they're, they're hitmen and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's where uh, Kaga... Uh, Kogero. Kogero comes in and her ninja clan. Yep. Koga uh, ninja team. They they actually yeah. are sent out to investigate this village that's supposedly been plagued or whatever. And yeah. uh, they just want to get some information. You yeah. know, the shogunate's not going to send his own people out there. So he's going to hire the ninja team to go out there and investigate. Yep. But along the way in this yeah. forest, um, they Te- just. Yeah. Tessai uh, takes all of that clan out uh, pretty much by himself yeah. yeah i mean there was uh that other guy the electric electric guy i can't remember his oh, name oh that's right yeah i forgot he, he was he there was he did that. he did like a yeah. electrocute one of them or two or whatever but yeah mostly tessai with his giant yeah. spinning blade yumi maru is that yumi maru yumi there we maru, go the, the, the electric puppeteer guy yeah so. yeah but yeah tessai uh has like stone skin and a big old blade mm-hmm. and he throws that blade and it eviscerates people. I mean, like, it basically like, chops trees down. So, yeah. yeah, it cuts human beings in half easily. In, in half, takes their heads off or whatever. Kills every single one of them. Uh, except Even, for Kagero. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, he goes and takes her back to do unspeakable things. Uh-huh. Um, and that's where they run into Jubei. Yep. Which, I mean, he, I guess Tessai just finds the first abandoned looking home, which just so happens to be occupied by Jubei, who's mm-hmm. resting on his travels or whatever. Yeah. And but uh, during Tessai's a bit, uh, attempt to do unspeakable things, uh, Jubei interrupts and is yeah. like, "Hey, I don't, I don't know." He says something very cliche like, "I don't right. think you should do that" or right, something like yeah. that. And Tessai is like telling him to get lost and everything. But you know, then a fight ensues. Of course, he 
all gets all rocked out and whatever, and Jubei can't really cut through his skin with his. Uh, I mean, Sword. yeah, it, I, yeah. I don't think there's anything special about it. It just seems to be a very. It's you know, not breaking against the skin, at least. That's yeah. about it. But it's not cutting through it, obviously. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, he's fighting him the whole time. But then, like, he starts to slow down. Like he he, mm-hmm. he you think it's like oh he's reaching his limit because like it takes a bit of a power to like put up a rock skin or whatever. So he's like dying by a thousand cuts, kind of a thing. And uh, eventually, like he ends up getting him to where he cuts him, and then he uh, gets boomeranged by his own uh, big blade yep. right in the head. Uh, we come to later find out the reason he lost his concentration is because Kagero's skin. Is literally poisonous. <laughs> so Kagero is a kunoichi in the the Koga Ninja Clan, and mm-hmm. she's actually a poison taster. Yes, you know it's. I'm not sure if this is real. I have heard people building up immunities to poison, yeah, but I don't do know if you can bu- get so much poison I, in you where if you uh, like kiss somebody that you are going to be poisoned by them. I'm going to go ahead and say that that's nonsense. It's a lot of poison. <laughs> that's all I'm going like, to say. That it's going to change your literal DNA yeah. into a poison. But once so. again, we did talk about how this this has some. There are some realism here, such as using insects to fight. That yeah. was something that ninjas would do. But as far as you know, the yeah, extent well, of it, as far as, like, yeah. having poison seep out of your yeah. body, that's not actually, uh, right. you know, that's not a thing. But Right, yeah. And, 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 like, the way people would use, the way they would, they would throw, like, a, a beehive into yeah. a room, they wouldn't literally control the bees. That's <laughs> like, yes, my bee army. That's, you like, would, but listen, ninjas not. would do it so well, some people would think they could control the bees. <laughs> that's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, so that, that happens. And uh, uh, he dies. But, yep. um Basically, this is where Jubei gets roped into everything because Kagero goes back and reports back to her daimyo, which kind of gives you the 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 understanding of like where ninjas stand in this thing because he doesn't even look at her; he's just with a concubine yep. while she's reporting. Yep, it's like yeah, my whole clan's dead. It's like you guys were useless. Yeah, way <laughs> to go! Did you do anything useful? Loser! <laughs> Get out of here, scrub! <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, she has to go and like avenge her. She she has to go on this mission to figure out like what's going on and you know to to uh, what's what's happening is basically. Explained by Daquan. Daquan mm-hmm. uh, shows up. He's an old government man. Yep. An old government, government man. spy. And he shows up to Jubei. He's like, hey, man, uh, help us recover this stolen gold because mm-hmm. uh, we need that back. And it's <laughs> going to be stolen and used to buy Spanish weapons to start a civil war uh, between the Dark Daimyo, mm-hmm. uh, which is like this master mystery, like. Evil. It's yeah. It's ran by the uh, well. Part part of them is the uh, eight devils of Kimon. Yes, and uh, you know, led by this the dark shogunate and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But dark shogun. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sh- yeah. Or shogun of the dark. Shogun of the dark. Yeah. yeah. Shogun of the dark. This this dark dark evil master that's like gonna try and take over Japan. T- yeah, t- take over the uh, the. Uh, uh, Tokugawa Shogunate. Yeah. So the, the idea is yes. what this Shogun of the Dark is and, attempting, and that's pretty much why the the the, the village was poisoned was to kind of like scare people away from the fact that it's yeah. being stolen, etc. Yeah, blah. come to find out, it was actually just a poison in the well as opposed yes. to actually being a plague. Mm-hmm. But it's because the ship that was carrying this gold crash landed onto this shore during a, a massive storm. Yeah, and so they poisoned everyone to make them think it's a plague, so that they, the the Shogun of the Dark could get in. Is, repair the boat and, and then get up out of the, there move the gold to a to an actual boat that would mm-hmm. work and get out of there that's the whole idea and these demons of Kimon are behind it and 
Daquan needs uh, Jubei. You're you're like a super famous swordsman. And I need <laughs> yeah. you to help me out. And Jubei's like, dude, I'm trying to take this sword to village and get paid twenty gold. So <laughs> I got I things going on. I don't care. And Daquan's like, well, that's cool because I poisoned you. <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> It'd be great. If that's how it actually happened. But I mean, you know, we could we could do a dub. Well, <laughs> Ninja Scroll bridged. What happens is he he's relaxing in a spa, and one of the eight devils of Kimon, which I'm guessing because of Tessai dying, they yeah. now are after. J- Jubei. Yeah. And it's Snake Lady who her snake tattoos come to ben, life or whatever. Benny Sato. Benny Sato. Okay. Benny Sato. And old Benny. She's yeah, trying old, to kill uh, ca- trying to kill Jubei, but uh yeah. she puts him under it looks like some type of genjitsu because he starts sinking into the water. Then all of a sudden a shuriken comes out of nowhere and like hits him and wakes him up and then he yeah. you know fights against her, but she gets away. Yeah. And then that's when Daquan was like, you know that shirt gonna hit you with to wake you up? Yeah, I was covered in poison. Yeah, so uh, poison. you I want the you know you <laughs> want the antidote? You just help me get this uh, gold back and we'll be good. Yeah, get the antidote and it'll be awesome. He so. blackmails him. He does. Yeah, he's a government. He's a government man. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. I guess that's true. He's a government man. So uh-huh. He's like, all right, I guess I gotta now with poison in my blood. Go kill a bunch of ninjas that uh-huh. I don't want to deal with. Cool. Uh, teams up with Kagero like begrudgingly. You don't really care about it. Oh, whatever. You're a girl. Ew, cooties. Yeah, <laughs> nasty. <laughs> Which technically she does have actual. Real uh, that's true. This is the stuff that would kill you. Uh, and he embarks on this little adventure and he kills a bunch of ninjas and it's awesome. Uh, but that's the plot of the movie. There's not much else involved plot wise. Really cool fights. Cool fights, but the the real character ended stuff is kind of fun when you look at it because you have Kagero who's like this. You know, she's a ninja. Very cold. Yeah. She doesn't like anybody. Hardly shows emotions. Hardly shows emotions. Doesn't want anybody to come near her. And the reason is because she's like Rogue from X-Men. You can't, yeah. you can't touch her. Touch she's, her and she dies. She dies. Or you die. You die. And, you know, the, eventually as they travel, she begins to have feelings for Jubei. And Jubei, of course, is like wants to reciprocate them. But he's a, he's a man's man. You know, he don't go for no girls. <laughs> like, there's real no reason for him to be like, bleh, whatever. Uh, it's like, uh, but uh, we do learn that, like, like... As Daquan, as Daquan, like, is basically Jubei's like, how do I get rid? Like, I can't, I'm not gonna be able to live long enough to kill all these guys. How do I get this out of me? You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, well, you know, you could just sleep with her, <laughs> like, like, because poison to counteract poison, uh, yeah, you know, like, which ridiculous. There is like, some legitimacy to that, right? Yeah, I have heard about certain like Wolfsbane counteracting, sure. you know, Nightshade and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. There, there's certain. It's not. It's not a. Well, once again, it, there's there's a certain amount of science that has to go into it, and this yeah. is just he's kissing a poison girl. That yeah. doesn't really. But uh, poetically, it yes. makes sense that you know that the the innocence of your love will cure the poison, et cetera, et cetera. Then the kiss of, of death gives him life, exactly, so to speak. Exactly. So, you know, Which she gets to heal somebody rather than kill them. And yep. There's a lot of like cool stuff in that, but you know he kind of rejects it because he doesn't want to you know like use her for some you know some selfish gain yeah, or whatever. He's, he's you not know. quite like a sleaze ball, but yeah. he's definitely like you could tell he's. Because he gets a little nervous around, like, mm-hmm. one, she gets a little close, and actually she kind of completely gets nude at one point in time. He's just yeah. like, oh, he kind of turns away, you know. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you're, your stereotypical, like, Japanese man uh, yeah. re- reaction, I guess. But, yeah. you know, he, he definitely has a sense of honor about him and everything. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's uh, it, th- there is a lot of good uh, poetic moments 
that are in this, uh, especially like when he goes. So Kagero, she actually gets kidnapped at one point in time, and you know, he's got no reason to go and try to save her. But yeah, he's yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I guess Daquan says that he's like falling for her or something like that. So yeah, yeah I mean, I, I mean, guess to a degree, is, that is essentially what happens. Yeah, yep. And all the fight scenes of this are a lot of fun because you got uh, you know the one with several with Benisato actually. Uh, she even she yeah, yeah she she gets taken down. Um, uh, by Kagero, doesn't it? It's it's near the end, yeah. But yeah. she she no, she's one of the first ones to die off. No, right? no. Benny Sato, the, the snake lady, doesn't she get cut off? Like I thought, I ones? thought old B B boy and um yeah, he might get taken out first. Yeah, that's fair. Because I remember like like Kagero gets like poison gets like that's when you learn about her poison immunity. Is like she gets bit by she, one of the, yeah yeah one of those one of the vipers. No, no, no. Like, you find out about her poison yeah. immunity before that, but it, but yeah. I just remember Benny Sato, her snake biting her, and she's like ha ha, and Kagero's like uh, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and un- go ahead and uh, let him go because yeah. I think I think he's like. Oh, that's what it is. He's covered yeah, in snakes. Covered in snakes, yeah. And, and she's, she's like, get the snakes out of there or something like that. Yeah, so. and she doesn't have any poison abilities. I thought that's how they did reveal it to, the, to, to, to them, and then they talked about Tessai. I think I think being, it's after that yeah. is when Doc Wan says, hey, your poison can cure Jubei. Yeah, that does happen after. But I, I, think, but I, th- I think this is the first time we learn that Kagura's, Kagura, Kagura is immune to poisons. Hmm, okay. Because I think that's what the, she says, and then she says, I was a poison tester. And then we learn that she's actually poisoned. Then we learn that's we learn that's why Tessai like lost his concentration because he was slowly mm-hmm. poisoned. Uh, but yeah, so Sorry. blah blah blah. Um, but yeah, a lot, a lot of fun ninjas in this. Uh, Shijima, the uh, the shadow guy, which mm-hmm. would definitely be if I was watching this as a kid, he'd be my favorite. Yeah, he's, he's pretty cool looking. He's, he's like he's got the shadow. He's got shadow clone jutsu <coughs> and shadow travel jutsu. And, yeah, yeah, he know, can travel so, into the shadows and whatnot. Yeah, so it's fun. Uh, and he cuts off all of their legs. By the way, yeah, <laughs> he slashes one and they all lose their leg, which is funny. <laughs> but he's the one that ends up ki- uh, kidnapping Kagero, and mm. uh, that ends into the uh, the Samurai Jack scene. Uh, yeah, very specifically the Samurai Jack scene. Yeah. So Gindy uh, said that scene was an in, uh, inspiration. I, I believe it was some. It was it was in some interview. Some like uh, one of the storyboarders said that this was very inspired by the Ninja Scroll scene because this scene is very black and red. Mm-hmm. It's everything is black or red lit. Uh, it's also a hostage situation, just like Samurai Jack. <laughs> and he's melding True. into the, the, the ninjas, melding into the black and, you know, stuff like that. So it's very similar to the Shinobi episode of Samurai Jack. I forget which episode that is. I think it's titled Shinobi, but Samurai Jack is labeled by numbers, so I don't know which one it is. But go check out the ninja scene of Samurai Jack if you want to get a layout of it. Yeah, this. it's it's a beautiful um, scene too. But yeah, again, it's also like a it's also like a hostage situation rescue as well. So it's literally the same stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's where that's where Shijima dies. He gets a blade thrown in his back through a shadow and he falls and ah, it goes through him more. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you so, know. How, so there's the eight devils mm-hmm. and it's Tessai Rockman. Tessai Rockman. And you got B-Boy, whatever ben, his name uh, is. Yeah, ben, B-Boy is Mush, uh, Mushijo. There you go. Mush, Mushizo. 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 And you got Shadow Guy. You got Shadow Guy, Shijima. And then you got uh, Benny, Benny Sato, Sato, Snake Girl. Mm-hmm. You got Explody Girl. Explody Girl is Zakuro. Zakuro. Mm-hmm. And you got Electric Guy. Uh, Yurimaru. 
And then, then you got uh, Mujiro Utsumutsu, the samurai dude that they that he fights in the bamboo. I forgot all yeah, about yeah, him. Little, yeah, little, little, yeah. Little that was things. a really cool scene. That was too, a cool scene when they're both little, running side by yeah, side. Da, 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 da. And like, I guess his power is the, the, yeah. what all blind swordsmen have, where yeah. he can just see everything all yeah. around him. He it's hears it all. Yeah, it's Daredevil. <laughs> it's like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty like, much. Or any blind character in anything, basically. Yeah, which is fun. It's always fun to see that. But so. you, he's definitely the one that gets the least amount of screen time. I feel like. Yeah, he well, does. I don't know. B boy probably don't get a whole lot. B boy don't get a lot. but You know, he gets his leg cut off too. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> he gets his leg cut off. Everybody's too, getting so their legs cut off. He, here. Leg he cuts off the leg of the guy on the, sh- on the bridge. Mm-hmm. He cuts off Shijimas. He cuts off Mushijos. Yep. <laughs> like He's he just gargling. He but the that leg. and that eight, the eighth one's the yeah. the Shogun of the Dark. The the well, that's a spoiler. But yeah, but Genma is yeah the, yeah he's the he's the last one. He, yeah. But we do know like because Daquan like mentions to him like oh yeah the the leader of this guy named Genma and he's like no it's not yeah J- Jubei is like there's no <laughs> way it's that guy I killed that dude it's like cut his head off you sure you killed him i cut his head off he's like that don't do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like he got power regeneration sure enough we see this as you say it fist of the north star oh man he is like shiro looking huge chest big old sideburns long pointy face like Mm -hmm. he looks like someone just pulled him out of fist of the north star and threw him in a ninja scroll uh, movie but yeah yeah he's a he's a he's a beast of a man but he's got like a scar across the neck Uh like right across all the way across the neck like a frankenstein's monster because Jubei did behead this guy. He did kill him. The reason is because back in the day, the there was a um, some group that was mining gold. And actually, that's what this gold is that's on this boat, is this gold that Jubei and Genma, they were responsible for, for watching over. Yeah. Genma betrays the clan, tries to steal the gold. Jubei, in a fit of rage, kills him because also Genma turned his own friends against him because they were all greedy and whatnot which yep. i would say that's not a very good friend if they're going to kill you for gold i'm saying right but you know whatever but then you know jubei kills him and begins his life as a wanderer and that's why he's like there's no way it's genma but then mm-hmm. Wan's like uh well he has every control over uh, he has control over every cell in his body yeah and even as much as i guess being able to put his head back on his shoulders and right keep on kicking keep so, on kicking that's what happened yeah so, uh he's also the dark daimyo so yeah, yeah he's the shogun, shogun of, the of the dark he's the shogun of the dark as well uh that's the little like surprise at the end there. but you don't really see, yeah you don't see that because what happens is they find the gold kagero's Calling, yeah. calling out saying, hey, it's here. Yeah. She tells her uh, uh, daimyo. Yeah. He comes in full force with all of his Group. S- samurai and all that stuff. They're all coming horse on horseback. They arrive in the, the village. Yep. Kagero goes up to him and is like, hey, it's over there. She turns it back for just a split second, and all of a sudden, a sword just goes right she, through her. Right through her, and it's Genma. It's Genma. Like- it turns around, and it's apparently, uh, once again, I guess another one of his abilities, he has a control over every cell in his body. He yep. literally changed the look of his face and made it look like her daimyo that's why she was mm-hmm. oh hey and then all the bodies of the samurais fall over and it's all Ginman's ninjas and they all pop out and yep. begins one of the most bloody and coolest battles of the movie actually where yep. Jubei just loses it and it's just because he sees Kagero with a sword yeah. in her chest and he just loses it at that point and yeah because he just rejected her advance because she basically said like you, you know we could you know, you could you could have your cure, and yeah. he's just kind of like, no, I don't want to use you that way. But mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't say that, but that's his whole like you know thought or whatever. But then she just gets killed like right in front of him, so he just slaughters all, kills mm-hmm. all the and, ninjas. And Genma's like, all right, that's cool. I'm just gonna keep loading my gold. Yep, because he has a goal. He's gonna yep. be the the Genma is a cool villain. Uh, I I appreciate him a little bit more now that I've like uh, saw some like you know like thoughts about him and everything because he's very much. 
within this time frame, ninjas are looked down upon. Mm-hmm. And he is part of this clan of people that are, you know, basically disenfranchised by what the world is becoming, right? And he's going to change it for his way in a, in the greediest way possible. He's going to get this gold and he's going to become gain power through this gold and take over all of Japan so that, you know, he can, you know, there's a safe place for his ninjas, basically. Uh, you know, he even tells his ninjas to like uh, to abandon ship. Easy, later yeah, on he too. says yeah, disappear. Like, I'll call yeah, for you I'll another day. I'll call for you. It'll be good. You know, it's like so. You know, it's like pretty pretty good leader. You know, not not a well, he's a terrible human being. He's a yeah, but not not a bad leader with his group. With he's his group. great with his people. Yes. the rest of the world not so much. No, no. Uh, he just wants to tear it all down, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but you know, th- there's sort of like that that way. And again, there's just the backstabbing that happens in this because uh, Zakuro, the gunpowder lady, mm-hmm. she has this like running rivalry with Yurimaru, the electric guy, and he ends she ends up killing him at the there's end. A, of this. There's a little bit of a love triangle between, yeah. or I guess a love square, square because it's Genma, who loves. Benimaru, mm-hmm. but is also has bedded yeah. Yurimaru and has also shown affection for what's yeah, Gunpowder uh, Lady Zakuro. Yeah. So yeah. Gemma's just yeah, he's a loosey goosey guy. I guess right? yeah. he's going around with everyone. Yeah, he's just doing whoever. But that's why Zakuro and Yurimaru has they, they're button yeah, heads a, little, a lot, and that's because yeah. of the affection for Genma and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And she ends up like exploding a rat to kill him. <laughs> yeah. So it's <laughs> like. Which you know she has like I, I like her power is gunpowder but like they treat it like a nuke <laughs> it's like, well like it's, it shines and lights up and explodes well and it's also like there is some magic because like yeah. on the on the cliffside at one point in time where uh, it's after Jubei kills B boy mm-hmm. and um, she's got him cornered on the uh, cliff or whatever and she just opens up her cloak and all of this gunpowder just starts pouring out mm-hmm. like in the wind yeah and it's just it seems like she can basically control gunpowder but yeah. yeah she makes her little her little uh her little mouse, her little rat bomb or whatever, and Explode. tries to blow up Jubei, but he he jumps out in time. But y- yeah. Yuri Maru is uh, in there as well and gets caught up in the blast. Yeah, exactly. So she's like now the number one. She's the yeah, one. yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, can I just talk about how much I love the table of villains trope in anime? Yeah. Like, I love the group of villains where they have a name, mm-hmm. like the Demons of Kimon, the Katsuki, the, the Espada, yeah. the Gung-Ho Guns, the on ten seven like I could go on. I love yeah. that gimmick, and it's always fun. It is because it's just literally like here's obstacles for the twelve kizuki. You know, like the the the, the six moons. You know, like that's awesome because you gotta. I mean, you're not wrong, dude. You can you keep going fight. through anime. Yeah. I mean, maybe not so much Dragon Ball, but like with not so much Dragon Ball. It's probably the only one that doesn't really do that trope. One Piece, but, you got the seven yeah. warlords and the four Yonkos. It's, it's always two with Dragon Ball. It's just always two. Yeah, it's it's because it's, it's it's uh you know the two Saiyans. And then it's uh, the two androids and then uh, two two other androids. Yep, <laughs> and yep, like, yep. But that leads into the bigger threat, which is always over here because yep. like, there's Frieza and Cell, who are the one main ones. You know, it's funny to me. So I guess their table of villains would have been the uh, world tournament. That's, yeah, that's yeah. A little bit of a the, yeah world tournament's a little bit of it, but it's like they're not like villains all. Yeah, them, yeah. So. But yeah, just that that group of bad guys that the that the good guys have to overcome. And if it's a team of good guys, you get these one on one fights, or you just have the one guy killing each one of them. Like an op, like a gauntlet, and yeah. it's always fun. I don't care what anyone says because it's just always like powers and fights and, and different s- characters and different yeah. abilities, and yeah. yeah, it's just really cool. It's fun. It's always fun to see a team of villains, and 
this is a fun one. I mm-hmm. I put this one up there because they don't last long because it's only an hour and a half movie. But. That's true. They all do go. I mean, basically introduced and die. Yeah. I mean, the only ones that didn't die as soon as they were introduced was pretty much like Yuri Zak- Maru. Yeah. And then yeah, Sakuro. Uh, Sakuro. Yeah. Those were those were like the ones like Benny Sato got two scenes at least. Yeah, she, that's like, true. She showed up, left, and then got killed later. <laughs> but it's <laughs> like, but the other ones just kind of like, aha, I'm here with my. Pa- oh god. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. He's defeated me. Oh no. <laughs> Oh my god! Actually, is is there another one? Was there, am I thinking of another one? Is there like a, a an eighth one? I can't remember if there was one. Eighth one what? And, and, and it is Genma. He is the, the eighth. Oh one, yeah, right? Genma yeah. is the eighth. He's the eighth devil. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, he is the eighth devil. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, I was just trying to think if there was an, an if he was in. When I was fa- a kid, he's faking being a demon. Yeah, he is one of the demons, but he's faking not being the, the shogun. When That's I was a kid, is. I yeah. was very confused by that because yeah. I was like, yeah. "There's supposed to be eight, but there's a leader in seven. <laughs> oh, he's the eighth. He's okay, the eighth. okay, I get it now. Yeah, I understand. I get it now. <clears throat> uh, but, yeah. but yeah, after the uh, bloody battle that yes. Jubei does, killing all the ninjas, pretty much by that time, Genma's already on the ship and he's yep. made his way. Um, he finds Kagero bleeding out. She's mortally wounded, and he gives her a little loving little kiss, little and, smooch. And now he is cured of his poison. Yep, her and poison counteracted his poison or Daquan's poison, and now he's cured. And quite frankly, he could just leave if he wanted to. He could, but he's not gonna. He gonna kill Genma. <laughs> it's like you immortal sob. Well, I'm and, kill I mean, you. he even had a history beforehand, but now there's definitely. I mean, he killed his boo. Yeah. And um, but yeah, Kagero gives him his uh, or gives him her gives him her headband from yes. the Ninja Clan and everything, yep. which is there's a little bit of you know help mm-hmm. that that headband does, but it's more of a m- memento. Yeah. If anything, but yeah. then. Jubei looks for any chance he can to try to get up on that ship, yep. get a horse to actually go out into the ocean, and then yeah. he just jumps off the horse and starts swimming the rest of the way. I guess the horse just died. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd like to think it turned around and came back, but it was pretty far out there in the ocean when Ooh. Jubei like, finally jumped off. <laughs> Doesn't want to not have any part of that <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, but on board, he basically is meeting up with like the guy that he's stealing the ship for, or whatever. And he's just like, "Yeah, no, I'm actually." He's like, "Yes, the Shogun of the Dark will, you know, will, will, will reward you handsome." It's like, "No, I'm the Shogun of the Dark. Yeah. I'm gonna take over all." Uh, it's things. it's me now. Yeah, it's me now. I'm now the Shogun of the Dark, <laughs> and you're all gonna obey me. And he kills the dude, and he's just like, "Yep, I'm just gonna destroy everything." It's mm-hmm. like because I'm the most evil. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's, what I do like is that he's like the embodiment of greed, and the way he goes out is very much of that way yes. too. Because he's, you know, he wants nothing but power. He doesn't die. He just is going to be, you know, like stay alive. I mean, the they literally his took his head off. I don't. If yeah. you can't, that's zombie rules. You take the head off, they right? die. They so it, it didn't kill him. So not this guy, but. Yeah. There's other ways to kill, uh-huh. uh, and that's to not kill. <laughs> that's to imprison them horribly in the <laughs> yeah. nightmare of death for the rest of their for the rest of eternity. So, uh, <laughs> so Jubei gets on the ship, and it, right before he runs into Genma, he basically mm-hmm. encounters Zakuro one last time. Yeah, and um, tries to Zakuro. You know, she loves Genma, so she's mm-hmm. trying to kill him. And um, in doing so, I mean, was it? Daquan, he yeah, he like he like interfered too. He yeah, did he like, did something that basically yeah. made uh, Zakuro kind of just blow up, blow up, yeah. and she now has set in, indirectly but set the ship on fire. Yes, giant ship too, but like a giant junker, it's huge, huge junker type ship, like 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 
yards wide. Yeah. You know, like, like half would, a football field wide. Would take at least 20 yeah. people to, yeah. to actually properly sail this yeah. ship, if anything. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it's it's a big, big ship. Giant cargo ship. Have you ever seen those old Chinese junker type things yes. or something like that? Just huge ship, not a tiny one. But it's on fire now, and it's uh, and it's it's bad. Uh, and uh, Jubei and Gemma have their final battle in the... Sto- the, the the hold with all the gold yeah uh, that apparently reaches two thousand degrees Fahrenheit <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, maybe it was on the one side of the ship that it was really all the gold was over there and right. that's where the explosion happened right and that's where it got really hot can, can we get some Ninja Scroll Truther videos like, <laughs> yeah it's the first time that he did <laughs> heated up gold to the level of that it couldn't happen yeah yeah <laughs> that'd be great fire does not milk does gold, not bars. gold bars gold bars <laughs> it's true it actually, I mean it does you just have to you get it a thousand smeltering types of yeah things. not so, basically so hot to where a human yeah. being couldn't even breathe couldn't let alone breathe. exist inside this this area even if you could regenerate your cells your cells would be dying yeah very very fast but um so yeah there isn't a there isn't a pretty intense battle even jubei goes as far as to cut off Ginma's arm but yeah. you know showing G- Ginma showing how well he's yeah has control over his body right. just picks his arm back up and yeah, puts it right puts back, it back in the socket and see, just gets it going again see, the mistake he made didn't cut off his leg so. Ah, that's right. <laughs> Come on, Jubei. You did it a few times already, Jubei, man. You got to get your, you, it's your, it's your move. I yeah, know you don't want to spam your move, but, <laughs> I know, but, but it's that's, working. That's, it was working. It's not broke. Time. Don't fix it, bro. Don't fix it if it ain't broke. So, <sighs> yeah. So, he, you know, it's like basically he can't kill this guy, but eventually the, the, he gets him in a position where he cuts him down and it cuts like through his chest in some way. I can't remember all the fights. Go watch what, the fights. What basically scenes. happens, he does get him down, but I think it's like they get in locked in battle. But this is where Kagero's headband comes in play. Ah, yes. Because he starts headbutting the ever-living snot out of yes, Genma right. over and over. So much so that not only does his head cave in, yes. but his head goes through the floorboard. Yes. In which case, you know, by that point, he's uh, Jubei is just like, oh my, what? You know, he's like, he's just sitting there, uh, you're dead pretty much. But yeah. of course, Genma is starting to regenerate. And Jubei's he's starting to make his way back upstairs, knowing that, you know, this, this guy's going to get up here soon enough. And then a wave of melted gold molten gold yeah just just washes over genma ah. and just yeah i mean obviously he's he's covered in gold so he's yeah. writhing in pain and everything but yeah. um jubei like looks back and you know gives him a little smirk or whatever he's getting out of there and then genma goes up grabs a hold of his leg and of course you know burns jubei because he's covered in smelted yeah. gold yeah uh but uh jubei i guess you know quick thinking pulls out a sword cuts off ginma's hand mm-hmm. ginma falls back into the gold and jubei gets out yep. scot-free and uh well i guess he's got a golden hand attached to his leg but mm-hmm. um but then ginma covered in gold just sinks, sinks to the bottom of the ocean yep when, when all of his greed yep, uh, sinks yep. him down, you know, you, you're weighed down by your greed, Mitch. Yep, that's yep, how. Yep. That's the that's the, the message here. Very poetic, man. I know. It's a, it's a lovely poetic little thing. But yeah, that's that's essentially Ninja Scroll. <laughs> you know, like, Pretty much, very um, like like you said, a very cliche mm-hmm. a story as far as a story of revenge. Yeah, you got the table of villains. It you know it's just uh, love triumphs all that type of stuff but it's just it's the way it was done mm-hmm. the style of this, the the animation it just oh love it that's the thing like again sometimes it's all you really need mm-hmm. it's like you don't need some convoluted long thing it's like 
Sometimes it's just a, a very basic story and a very uh, spaghetti western or yes, uh, type very of, much so type of hero, especially because yep. it's a guy who just he's not even involved with this crap. Like, yeah, he he appears out of else. nowhere, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he just kind of along for the ride, but yeah. he's this very noble man who's going to stand up to these injustices yeah. and do what he can to try to right these wrongs. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, that's I think that's part of the appeal of it. Twenty five years later, I still am in love with this movie. It is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, and again, the animation is gorgeous, is mm. fantastic. It's gorgeous. It's tough to watch if you don't like gore. Oh yeah, because uh, it's much. very, very gory. Like you said, a lot of leg cutting, <laughs> a lot of legs cut off, a lot of. Split, but there's, I mean, there's some disembowelments, splitting down the middle. People be, I mean, like I said, Tessai's yeah. double edged sword, double bladed sword in the beginning, literally cutting all these ninjas in half. Yep, like yep. they're being split apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there's very adult things in this, obviously. Yes, like the, the, the very opening scene. Uh, you know, there's there's, yeah. there's nudity and things like that in this as well. So, uh, you know, the, ex- there's a reason it has a mature rating on yes, the ex- on the anime. Explicit scenes. Don't let your kids watch this movie. Yes. Is what we're saying. Don't let that happen. But uh, you, you know, watch but, it. But you watch it. Give it a watch because I think it's worth it. it. This was a nineteen. This again is 1993. You don't see things that look like this anymore. Mm-mm. Yes, there are things that look this beautiful animated, obviously. But I'm saying things that look this way. Yeah. It's I I can't think of anything that looks like like well I mean the other things that he had done yeah uh, he also did Vampire Hunter D yeah and all right. those characters look very much like the uh, like uh, Ninja yeah. Scroll characters yeah yeah he's it, very it, tall slender tall, slender looking individuals jaw, very jaw prominent lines, jaws yeah dark lines and shading you mm-hmm. know it's like you just I don't see a lot of that anymore you know yeah. it's like. Again, everything's very lovely rendered nowadays. And I'm not saying this wasn't lovingly rendered, but like there's a there's an inkiness to this, it's a grittiness, there's, there's to a grit, it. there's yeah. a grit to it, and it's like a, you don't see that anymore. Nope. Because again, it has just, this beautiful, smooth yeah. looking animation. But and this I, was all done on paper too. It's the other thing. you don't see that ever. Anymore. Yeah, I which know. I, I'm aware that's a good thing. If things are drawn on a tablet rather than a piece of paper, I think that's fine because it's sure. still frame to frame animation. I love it. You know? Yeah. So as long as that. And again, I don't dislike 3D animation either, but frame-to-frame animation, I think, is always superior. It looks a lot better as far as the actual animation of it. It's usually a lot smoother. I know CG is fluid. It's very smooth moving, but just something about this hand-drawn animation style has just always been Mm -hmm. just... it just looks so amazing. There is something about a flip book that just mm-hmm. looks very cool. <laughs> it's again, like, and when even when CG mimics that style, I think it makes CG look better. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just my kid brain going exactly. like, that's we- better. That's possible because I know some kids don't like watching 2D animation, and that makes me sad. That's because kind they because of- they grew up on 3D, and it's like the opposite effect of like. You know, when I see a 3D animation, I'm like, eh, not as good. Yeah. Which, again, it's okay. and, and I'm a person that enjoys 3D because I like the, I understand, you know, I love the animated animation process, regardless of what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like innovation happening in that. When you take a 3D movie and you make it look like Spider-Verse or Arcane or, uh, you know, or uh, anything that, that's like that, it's, it, immediately catches my eye and I'm like, oh yeah, that looks great. You know, um, the new Trigun, that, that director who did uh, Hoseki no Kuni, one of my favorite 3D animated shows. <laughs> I'll tell you a story about this actually. Hoseki no Kuni has, is one of my favorite 3D animated shows out there. Uh, it's called uh, Land of the Lustrous. Um, very cool show. Definitely recommend it. That manga gets insane. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's, a, it's a weird little show. 
and it's gorgeous. If you watch it, I'm like, that's some of the best 3D animated television series I've ever seen. You know, obviously there's Pixar and movies, but like television, that's some of the best I've ever seen. And then I saw the pilot of the original pitch for this thing, and it was 2D animated, and I was like, that looks way better. (laughs) It's like, like, why didn't they do that? (laughs) Like, as good as that looks, I'm like, that 2D pilot looks way better, and I wish they did that instead. And like you said, maybe it is something about our our nostalgia brain. Like, Mm -hmm. we, this is what we grew up on. This is why we think 2D looks a lot better. Right. But I just... You put all this stuff side by side, and modern day stuff... Mm -hmm. I just feel like this 2D hand drawn stuff just looks a heck of a lot better than yeah. the anime the the CG animation that we have out there. Yeah. And like you said, not knocking I, the CG stuff. They can be done well. Yeah. But if I have a choice of the matter, I usually like the hand drawn stuff. And especially anime because like anime like cuz like there's there's just such a large art form for the way that's done mm. like in that culture and when you started getting 3D anime things they didn't have an understanding of how it worked really. Yeah. So you got things like Berserk, that Berserk season that's 3D and it's not good. So I I no, it's not it's not, not at all. It's not good. Like like animation wise, obviously the if story we, is if still we, guts. Oh, cool, absolutely. But, but, but no, if you compare the dark age because that's what that was, that CG yeah. Berserk was the Dark Ages. If yeah. you compare the Dark Ages to the nineteen ninety two two nine uh, yeah, a ni- year before this. Yeah. <laughs> and the hand drawn stuff it is phenomenally better. It is so beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Again, like when you have that grittiness, that that focus. We talked about this with Akira. That focus to detail for every frame of fluid animation that was drawn on a piece of paper and yep. flipped through a camera. It's nuts. Yep. Like when you think about it in those frames. Like I'm not taking anything away from 3D animators because there's a lot of work to that sure. too. But like when you puppet something versus this guy who's drawing. Every but here's the thing. Frame. Here's the difference between and that's and that's why it's leaning more so towards the CG stuff mm-hmm. is because you can build a model and then you can have this model walk through right. this environment, mm-hmm. whereas. Hand drawn, mm-hmm. you build whatever model you want to. You yeah. still gotta draw that thing out yeah. every single page, every page. You and so, like out. that's, I think that's why people are switching because you can pump out material yeah. much quicker. Obviously, and you also aren't getting like four hours of sleep a night while exactly. you're trying to animate You're not things. dying animating yes. something, which is a good thing. Yes, but I just, I would just, I would, I'd like a balance. I want this two D animation, but mm-hmm. if it takes two years, yeah. fine. And, and that's what I like about again, like technology in other ways. Like you have programs that will let you do a thing you don't need a stack of papers to flip through yeah you have a digital framework of doing frame by frame animation and you get that same look and you're not killing yourself redrawing or something or rescanning yeah. on this and you can take little shortcuts here and there to to you know because it's all digitally done yeah. there's, there's obviously like little shortcuts you can make and that saves time and it saves money and it makes for more animation which yeah. is good uh, I don't want cheap animation because there was cheap animation back in 2D you know that doesn't look good there's <laughs> even cheap animation t- today yeah I've uh, been on a big uh, Golden Kamui uh, kick mm-hmm. and that yeah. show is amazing by yeah. the way y'all I, I, I highly recommend anybody go watch that one it's a great comedy story you know, and everything I, I'll watch it and we can do an episode please do I've been itching to find at least yeah. somebody else to watch it but if you want to do yeah. an episode thank you please yes yeah. we'll do i think yeah. there's like two or three seasons but still it's a great great series it's poop. but you're eating it, poop. <laughs> <laughs> but at the very very beginning episode one mm. 
Sugimoto, Mortal Sugimoto, he goes up against this bear, and it is mm-hmm. awful. It's a CG, CG bear. bear. It is yeah, so yeah. awful. But season three, they <laughs> yeah. interact bears again, and yeah. it's beautifully, beautifully animated. Done, it, yeah. it looks just like the same thing. Right. But, yeah, it's just when yeah. you're trying out new things and trying to make things cheap and not kill yeah. your animators and all that stuff, right. some things are going to suffer in the process. And sometimes 3D can look good when it's integrated. If it's done uh, well, Demon Slayer is a prime example. Like I like the 2D Titans and Attack on Titan better, yeah. but... The incorporation of the 3D is pretty okay. Uh-huh. It's, it's not bad at all. Yep. Uh, I think the Beast Titan actually looks surprisingly really good in certain shots, yep. and that was shocking to me. But I don't think it's as good as when they did it in 2D either. So, But yeah. I understand why. <laughs> like yep. I get it. I understand why you take these shortcuts or why you take these, these looks, and if you do it artfully, I think it works. But... You just think of something like Ninja Scroll, <laughs> like mm-hmm. that, that that literally was people flipping through paper, and they made this thing that didn't even do well. I know <laughs> like, that's the worst part. Like, that's why it's probably that that movie's just not. I mean, you already said it. Yeah, it's because it, yeah. the first one didn't do well enough. But but such a cult following because again, like people still talk about this thing today. A series was put out yep. uh, by Madhouse ten years later after this thing in two thousand three, and it's a continuation of this story. It's a, it's a sequel series to this movie, which I think we should probably watch it. I'm point. down with it, and, man. And yeah. We should watch like it. Like I said, I just got caught up on Attack on Titan. I'm watching yeah. the OVAs, but yeah, yeah, I guess I could roll into Ninja Scroll after that. We could just that. sit down and watch that. That'd be a good time. So yeah, we I'm down with it. Or watch Spy Family. I did tell you to watch Spy Family. Yeah. You got, trust me, I got a lot of anime I got to catch through. Uh, but but this, is only, you know, this is only 13 episodes, so that's not... I know. That, I could, that's, a, that's a breeze nowadays. I was about to say, I could probably get, get be ready for a yeah. podcast next week next on week. that. Yeah. That'd be easy. Yeah. Two episodes a night. Easy enough. Easy enough. Boom, boom, boom. We're done. So... Yeah, we'll probably come back to Ninja Scroll at some point. All right, I'm, I'm done with I, it. I, I, I was kind of surprised, because like, I thought I wouldn't have a whole lot to say about this thing, and then it all kind of hit me with like the themes that it was yeah. going with, and the time frame, and like how there's kind of a love letter to those old Bushido, sh- uh, Shinobi-type movies back mm-hmm. in the day. And I love it. I think it's awesome. And it's a great anime. It inspired so many things that we have here. Yep. And I, 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 the next, I think I have the next one. I want to do Bubblegum Crisis. I'm down with it. Because there's so much that is inspired in Bubblegum Crisis that we inspired here in the Americas. Okay. So there's an American movie that inspired a lot of what goes on over there. And I want to talk about that. I want to talk about Bubblegum Crisis and all Let's the stuff do it. that that inspired. Listen, Ninja Scroll is my recommendation. So yeah. now Bubblegum Crisis is yours. So that's what, that's what we'll crisis. do next. Bubblegum Crisis, baby. We'll talk about it. I think that'll be our next, uh, not episode, but our next uh, anime. anime movie nights yeah, episode. Yeah, I'm down so, with it. Uh, but yeah, if you guys like this format, let me know where we actually sit down and watch a movie that we one of us has never seen or we both have never seen or we both hadn't seen in a long time or it's a classic anime and it's a movie, just a one-shot movie. That's what we're going to do for this. If you like this, let us know and uh, you know, comment. Give us some suggestions. What, mm-hmm. you, what would you like us to talk about? Classic, maybe newer ones because it doesn't have to be classic. Because so, That, that was know. my whole thing. when I, uh, I, I just want to, I feel like there's, there's nothing wrong with modern day anime. There's no. actually a phenomenal stories that are out there. We yes. just talked about Attack on Titan as, as a matter of fact. Yes. Great, great stories. But there is still some classic, great stories in the old school 80s, 90s uh, anime Mm -hmm. movie formats that that Mm -hmm. we can just sit down and watch. Appleseed. Appleseed. It's Apple great, great, great story. Uh, guy, the Guyver movies; yeah. those are amazing. Yeah. I mean, the, the once again, very gory stuff, but yes. still just beautifully animated, hand drawn. Yeah, 
uh, Midnight City, Wicked City, Wicked City. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, any of those, it would be a blast. So we'll get into it. And any of the Miyazaki movies, I've never done an individual Miyazaki. Let's movie do it, man. Before. I was literally I, talking about Princess yeah. Mononoke the other day. That's oh, my favorite Miyazaki it's movie. It's one hundred percent my favorite. I could get you and my brother on here. We'll I'm down about, with it, dude. Talk about me. We could talk about Princess Mononoke for two hours easily because it's awesome. It's uh, phenomenal animation, story, a all good that stuff. Dub. Back when good dubs yeah, were a thing. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it was a Disney dub, too, which is weird. Wow. Disney produced that dub. So did so, well, though. Yeah, it was good. Did it good. Good stuff. Uh, Mini Driver's great in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, uh, there you go, man. That was Ninja Scroll. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the recommend, Mitch. No problem. Anytime. Any, anytime you guys want to recommend something, shoot it our way. We'll probably watch it and give you a thanks and a shout out. Uh, but Mitch, thanks for being on. Thanks for having me, sir. This has been the Animation Destination Podcast. You can check us out at animationdestination.com, destinationcomics.com slash DNN, and on Facebook and Instagram at Animation Destination. But that's it for this week. We'll be back next week. Stay tuned. <laughs>